2: It's Friday night. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, I'm, I'm bloopers here bloopers, rookie mistakes. Good evening. It's Friday night. It's the last weekend before Thanksgiving. Uh, first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, keep my co host, Marie Starr, in your thoughts and prayers while she and her family go through the trials and tribulations of life. Um, keep my special guest, co host, in your thoughts and your prayers as she makes her travels from Atlanta to back to Baltimore. She's currently on the highway right now. She just called me about about 45 minutes ago or so to touch base with me. Um, We don't know if she's gonna join us at some point tonight or not, but if not, it's just me, Skyline Mark, your host, and our special guest, celebrity, yeah, yeah, the one. Give it up. The only. Chad more. Can I, I can't hear. I can't hear.
0: Can you hear me now?
2: There we are.
0: <laughs> you are starting it off. Dominican style. Chad El. I think <laughs> you're the person who calls me that on air. <laughs> How are you, my brother?
2: I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I can't complain. Don't nobody want here, so why do it?
0: I'm telling you. How's Um, your feeling? How's your soul? How's your soul feeling?
2: Um, tired. Yeah. Um, doing too too much, but not enough. Um, putting up with way too much and not saying nothing but that's getting ready to come to a screeching hope because i'm doing a internal investigation within myself mm. and, um a situation that just came to light a couple of days ago so to be continued mm. i got a lot of paper trail that i gotta i gotta look through and and get some answers to before I go to the individual that I need to go to and be like, um, here's my paper trail. What the hell is going on? Mm. So I would love so much to elaborate on this, but I don't know who's watching and who's listening and who's going to run back and tell their side and their version, you know, how he says, she said, shit goes. So, um, but to be continued i'm going to take about a week or two and go through my paperwork and see what uh kind of devilish things i can i can pull out the water and and uh get some answers to mm. that's um, it's it's about to get real and it's about to get interesting what better way to do it than the end of the year
0: mm. One, uh, one wisdom I would give you is no matter what, learn to vibrate higher. So, oh, it's, so it's like the journey of life, nobody's exempt from the human experience. We're all going to go through things that test us as part of it. And the crazy thing is when we're facing these tests, we have a choice on how to respond. And the deeper message is that even through the hardest battles, there's still a piece of wisdom to be learned and to be gained. Right. So it's, you have to realize, like, how am I going to move with this? But when you move in a higher alignment and you say, you know what, God, let's do this. You guide me. I'm going to be good. No matter what you go through, you're going to have that protection.
2: Right. Yeah. So, yes. where do you wanna start, Queen?
0: You tell me.
2: <laughs> okay, before we get started, tell my audience a little bit about Chardell Moore.
0: <laughs> okay guys, so my name is Chardell, or Chardell Moore. I am the CEO and founder of Motivational Moore, a multimedia and communications company aimed to elevate the human consciousness. We produce inspirational content on multiple platforms, music, film, motivational speaking, poetry, all of that stuff, inspirational events. Prior to launching Motivational More, I was a TV anchor at Fox 45 for five years before deciding to take this big jump into entrepreneurship. I would consider myself a person who likes to explore. And what I mean explore, explore within myself because I truly believe the highest form of elevation comes from within and nobody can do that soul work, that internal work for you. You know what I'm saying? And as an artist, as a creative, as a motivational speaker, as a TV personality, all these things, these are great. These are titles, these are things that I love, but I think beyond the titles is the spirit, right? So Mm -hmm. I feel like in a world that a lot of times we get attached to the titles, and these things, but deeper than all of the physical is your spirit. So I like to create art that really empowers and elevates the spirit and touches the mind.
2: Okay, all right. Um, where are you originally from?
0: So I'm originally from Dominica, the nature island of the Caribbean. The population is about 70,000 people. But I grew up in the United States. I was born back home, but I grew up in the United States. So I have like both backgrounds and I grew up in Northern Virginia and it's truly a blessing to be, to grow up there because it was so diverse. So I literally grew up with people from all over the world. Like my neighborhood, everybody was first generation American. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about black people, white people, you know, Latino people, Arabic people. So You know, sometimes you don't realize this because you're just growing up in that environment. But I feel like when you grow up around a multicultural environment, it's so amazing because you learn to appreciate and understand people better. And the one thing that you realize is like, wow, at the end of the day, all of us are just human. You know what I mean? We might have different customs or religions or different skin colors but at the end of the day we're all we're all connected and that truly has had a profound impact on me and just the way i see the world and the way i move in life
2: right 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 um i kind of grew up the same way with uh my father being military yeah Uh, going going to different various duty stations in florida hawaii england maine Mm -hmm um keflavik iceland and then fort Meade. wow um, you know you you got to see a lot of the different parts of the world you got to to embrace different cultures exactly um, england i was too young um maine i was still too young hawaii i i remember bits and pieces um Florida, I remember, Iceland, I remember, and then now Fort Meade and to the present time. Um being from Chicago, everything is different for different various reasons. Now, being in the DMV, everything out here is slow versus Chicago. Um, oh, wow. it it'd be just like coming from New York or, or Jersey. Come into the DMV is slow. Like everything is slow. Really? Um, it's New York and Chicago, they're they're very fast paced. And the people talk fast. I don't talk fast. I don't think I've ever talked fast, but people have told me there'd be times when I'm engulfed in a conversation that I can't talk fast. Um, but I've looked at clips. Of the show, and I'm like, I don't think I ever talk fast. I talk like I'm half slower than the average person. Um, my mom, bless her heart, she just turned 76. No, mom, 6. And there's times that Chicago South Side still comes out of her. Um, and I'm like, nah can you say that again? Cause I didn't quite catch that. You know what I mean? It'd be, especially when she's mad. But yeah. The, 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 the slang comes out. It'd yeah. be like you being mad and talking, your accent's going to come out. Of course. Like I had a friend and it was always a word that always caught me. I'd be like, can you say that again? And she'd say it, not catching it. And I'd be like, "Say it one more time." She'd be like, Mark, shut up."
1: <laughs>
2: because it's 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 interesting to hear different accents from people that are not from America. Yeah, you know what I'm saying.
0: I remember um, my like, oh, Shar, you have an accent, and I'm like, I have an accent. And then I've had people tell me that, like, sometimes they can hear my accent. But I grew up. <laughs> but if you grew up like in a household you know what i'm saying
2: right right so okay um my first question we're gonna go way back okay what college did you go to and why did you choose that college versus any other college in the dmv dc area baltimore area For example, if you didn't go to either or, why did you choose the college that you went to versus, say, Howard or Morgan?
0: Well, it was because that 95 percent of the colleges that I applied to, I was rejected because I I wasn't the best um, student in high school. So Marymount University had communications. And they had fashion merchandising. And I said, okay, I'm going to do broadcasting. And I want to study fashion and be like a fashion designer. I was going to be a broadcaster and a fashion designer. So literally I got in. I didn't go to the school. I didn't tour the school or nothing. I'm like, boom. I got in. They have my major. I'm going to make it. And it's so crazy because in high school, like I said, I wasn't the best student. and But in college, I excelled. And it's really crazy. It's like, once you shift your mindset or once you find something that you're passionate about or just get out your head and get focused, it's crazy what you can do, you know? Right. So it was like girl well, in high school that wasn't the best student in college. I, you know, started all these organizations and I was super involved and dean's list. The journey of life is really crazy. But yeah, that's why I literally was rejected for most of my <laughs> of colleges. So I was like, very bad to accept me, I'm going here.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: if you had a choice right now to go to Howard, why would you and why wouldn't you? Like now? Right now.
0: I definitely feel like I would go to Howard because I feel like the HBCU experience is unmatched. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just environment just being around so many different types of black people like the diversity in black people is monumental you know what i'm saying watch the history the academic experience i mean i definitely would go to howard my cousin she was actually a valley (laughs) victorian at howard at the pharmacy program so big up to hu and i've spoken there a few times as well. So I definitely have HU in my pocket. What it's about the- Morgan? Morgan? I would definitely go to Morgan as well. I'm a firm believer that HBCU, like people have things to say about HBCU, but I feel like the ex- I never went to an HBCU. I've spoken there, this, this, and that, but I feel like the experience at an HBCU is unmatched, you know? And the thing about life, Mark, no matter where you go in this journey of life, it's up to you to make the most out of it. And you're never going to get hundred percent of anything. You know what I'm saying? Like it's up to you. So it's like, even when for Marymount, I knew that something switched in my brain and I was going to take school seriously. And I told myself I was going to make it the best experience as possible. So it really doesn't matter where you go to school. It's how you create the experience that you want to go. And that's just not just with school, it's the journey of life. Because regardless, there's gonna be obstacles, regardless, there's gonna be fun, regardless, there's gonna be L's, regardless, there's gonna be blessings. So it's up to you to say, Okay, let's do this and let me create the life I wanna live. And the only person who can define that is you. You're the idol to your happiness, you're the person. Who's in charge of this? A lot of times we're looking for some type of external force to like validate us to do. No. And that's another thing that I'm so passionate about. I'm truly passionate about self-exploration, going within yourself to really discover what really excites you and what really motivates you.
1: Okay. Explain
2: soul creativity.
0: Oh, Soul creativity. Well, as a multidisciplinary artist, I truly believe that creativity, soul creativity comes from the soul. Meaning when you're doing something from the soul mark, you feel it. You don't have to force it. You don't have to question it. You just feel that energy. It's genuine. It's genuine. So for me, I like to produce, when I make my music, I don't Focus externally. Like I'm not worried about this sound or this, this, and that. And that took even time to like get there. But I like to produce things that come from my soul, and I really believe in soul creativity. That if you choose to make things or do things or vibe from your soul, you can never go wrong because the soul is always right. Like it really, it's like every. It's like and an, You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you stick to that and that takes courage to even stay true to yourself. How can you be wrong when you are vibrating from your highest dimension, your soul, your spirit? So I like to create from stuff like that.
2: Now, let's back up real quick. You used to be with Fox 45 Baltimore. Um before you took your position
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh before you took your position with Fox 45, if you were given,
1: how do I, how do I go there?
2: Okay, let's go here. What did you like? And what did you not like about Fox 45?
0: To be honest, God could have not blessed me at a, at a better environment. You see, the thing about me, like, I kind of follow my own trumpet. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always been the type of person who kind of just did them. And people always ask me that. too to this day, they're like, I was talking to somebody and they're like, yo, when you were on the news, it was like your outfits and this, this, that, it's like you were yourself. Like, usually we don't see that. And did you ever like, did they ever tell you, like, you have to change yourself? And I said, never, not once. Because I truly believe when you vibe within yourself, regardless of people like it or not, they're going to have to respect that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And by my time period there, I grew tremendously. I started off as a multimedia host. I moved to a traffic reporter. I ended up launching and anchoring Be More Lifestyle Show, a concept that I created. So God put put me in the perfect station. The only thing that I would say that I didn't like about Fox 45 is I wish we got paid more money. Somebody <laughs> who works there knows what I'm talking about. But the environment, amazing. The people, incredible. Like literally, hands down, like the best station I ever worked worked with. But that's and then that's the dualities in life because it's like. A lot of times you are not going to get everything. And when it was time to renew my contract, I just knew I had to jump because I just knew deep down that it was time for me to create my content. And if I was to resign the deal, I would be settling. And in life, you get what you're willing to settle for.
2: And Shadell is not going to settle for less. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Which brings us to your baby. Yes. Motivation or more.
1: I <laughs> I love it.
0: Nothing like it, Mark. Nothing like creating something from your soul. Building it brick by brick, moment by moment. Entrepreneurship is not easy. It's uh, But bigger than entrepreneurship, to be honest, Mark, is shy do you really have the courage to do this? And it's crazy because since I created Motivational More, I have grown tremendously through the process because entrepreneurship really does teach you things that you cannot explain in words. To stand up for yourself, to go for your dreams, to, to work all these hours, you know what I'm saying? Like to put in so much work, but you believe in it. And it's you believe in something that's bigger than money, accolades, success. You believe in, like, like, your legacy, you know? And that's one thing I wanted to do with motivation where I said, I need to create my own content my way. Right. And Ernie, I'm literally learning and growing every single day. You know, I just released a new single in a gangsta from our record label because we have our, our record label, motivational, more music and make sure you guys listen to it. It's on available on all streaming platforms. We just released the video like a week ago and it's a dancehall slash hip hop track. And it's really to empower people to realize the courage that's within themselves. And at the end of the day, everybody got an in a gangsta, meaning no. <laughs> No matter what who you are, you could be the president, okay? <laughs> you can be the Dalai Lama. You can be the homeless man. You can be, it doesn't matter. Because the human experience, we're all connected. That's and right. the thing, and you know what I'm saying? Like these titles, they're just titles. We're all connected. And in a gangster is to realize like the inner power within yourself, the courage that you carry. That no matter what in this journey of life, you gotta keep pushing forward and just keep God first.
2: You know? God is fabulous.
0: Oh, absolutely. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> Thank you, God. <laughs>
2: um. What is your mission with with motivational more? What like, how far do you want to go? How how big do you want to get?
0: Huge, huge. I'm talking about, I don't want it to just to be me. I want to have other artists as well. I want to create movies, major documentaries. Like, you know, like Tyler Perry, Oprah, how they have their companies and they create content. That's what I want to do with Motivational More. And that's what I will do with Motivational More. I'm telling you, Mark, we're going to look back on this show and you're going to be like, wow. Let me tell you. (laughs) Let me tell you. you
2: now you said documentaries yes can i be your first one sure because you know i want to do a documentary on the homeless
0: absolutely
2: that's skyline foundation is 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 my heart and my soul that's my baby
0: so what about that's
2: my my love people don't understand and people are so selfish that anything in life can happen and you can lose it all literally
0: literally were you ever homeless i was Mm.
2: for six months last year into early this year what i had a job uh i was living in a hotel for six months but when a situation occurred i had no place to go um I didn't know what I was going to do. But like I said, God is fabulous. God ain't going to put nothing on your plate that you can't handle. Come on, Mark. So either I did something wrong and karma had, had come back to bite me in the ass, or it was to knock me back a step because I was doing too much. And I had to I had to come back to reality. I don't know what it is, because one thing I'll never do is I'll never question God. Because the day I question God is the day I question my faith. Now, granted, a lot of people would honestly say, would would honestly ask me, oh, so you don't believe in um, religion. So are you atheist? No. I don't believe in religion because... Until someone tells me the difference between politics, gangs, and religion, I'm always not going to believe in a religion. I believe in a higher power. I don't care if you call him Buddha, I don't care if you call him Allah, Jesus Christ, God, whatever. At the end of the day, and some people will believe will say, I don't believe in a in a higher power. I believe in science. Well, without a higher power, you don't have science. Sorry to tell you. But all this had to come from something. We are all equal as human. You take your your cocoon off, I take my cocoon off. You know what you got? A big bloody ass mess.
0: Exactly.
2: That's the only difference between anyone that's human. Other than that, we're all equal because two people started life. Adam, Eve. It wasn't ten people over here and ten people over there. It was one man, one
0: woman. Um, race was it was just created. You know, like, and that's Uh, the thing. Going back to your concept, these are the type of partnerships we like at motivational more. People who believe in a higher sense of consciousness, who believe in oneness, who believe in God, you know, and togetherness, because. And, you know, even with my mission, because Motivation more the focus is to elevate human consciousness, because, and my thing is, we, we watch sports, okay? We watch this entertainment, we watch reality TV. Why can't we create content that elevates people's minds? Because I used to think that, am I weird for thinking like this, you know? And then the more I aligned myself with my vibration, just being like, this is who I am, I started to, everyone, like it's, it's kind of scary. 99% of the people that I meet, that I interact with, that interview me are on the same wavelength. It's not even planned. It's the same wavelength. Like we're all one, you know, spirituality. We all, it doesn't matter if we're, you know, Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, we're all connected. We're all one, you know? So, wow, there's so many people who think like that
2: hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. But,
0: but um, it's, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's, it's amazing that we're at a point that we can even encourage people to realize that we are all one.
2: Exactly. Like when I was going through my little health scare last year, um, I think a lot of that had to do with stress. Now People are like, oh, my God, you're how old? Yes, for those that you that don't know. Skyline Mark will be 50 June 13th, two I'll be 50 next year, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not no young dude. I look young because I don't stress. I look young because I don't dwell on stuff. I look young because unlike the majority of you men no offense no offense
1: oh god Marcus.
2: i don't know what baby mama drama is hmm. if you got kids men women women too because you got some women out here that ain't shit either um but if you have ch- kids own up to that child because that child didn't ask to be here. um i have a child
1: and i claim um two
2: twin daughters, stepdaughters. Um, Wow. I wish I could go back in time and do that part of my life differently. Me and that woman reconnected over the summer. And after we talked, she was like, so do you want to stay in contact or do you want to keep things how they've been? And I was like, I've never wanted to keep things how they've been. It's just kind of gone that route because of life. You get busy, I get busy, numbers change, people move around, it happens. But to this day, when we talk, I could call her right now or she could call me right now and I'll be like, hey, what's up, how you doing? She tell me how she is. First thing I'm going to say out of my mouth is, I'm a babies. Mm. They are 31. They just turned 31. Uh, the first weekend of August. My son will be 21 December 1st. Oh. Um, when, I, when I was with her, I was selfish, but I tried not to be selfish towards them. Meaning if she had to go to work and they, it wasn't time for them to go to school, I would take her to work and then I'd take them to school it wasn't no oh well school's just a, you know a couple blocks down the street we can walk uh no wrong answer vice versa if she was working and they got out of school early i went up i went and picked up the girls and we killed time until it was time to go pick up mommy um i've always had a sense of closeness to them over over the years the selfish part of me was at the time i was just a selfish individual you know what i'm saying so unfortunately we lost contact for a great number of years and over the last i'd say maybe 10 years we've probably connected two or three times and Just poof, you know, one thing would lead to another and we'd lose contact again. Um, I'd like to think that we'll do better this time. I don't know how the girls feel about me. She's never said they've ever said anything derogatory or or wrong about me. Um, Oh, we always liked Mr. Mark. Every time he had to go somewhere, we went he always took us somewhere um i'd like to think that for the time that that me and this woman were together i'd like to think that i was a role model for them a father figure towards them um a male figure that they could respect um i don't know i looked at life totally different when my son was born and i had to grow up extremely fast and i had to grow up extra fast when i took over custody because if i had any type of selfishness in me that had to go away because now i'm taking now i'm taking full custody of this child so it's it's not about me no more
1: mm-hmm. it,
2: it hasn't been but now it's literally not about me because my focus has to be the well-being of this child day in and day out i have to come home because my child is here that's not my parents responsibility it's not daycare's responsibility it's mine
1: mm-hmm. so
2: that going out 4 5 6 days a week it, it came to a screeching halt and i was fine with that because I had an infant to take care of. Like I took over, well, not necessarily an infant, but you know what I mean. Um, I took over full custody of my son when he was one and a half. So being that young, it, um, things definitely had to change. And I had to do things differently. I'm trying to Maneuver my phone. It just said my phone's getting ready to die, so oh. I gotta charge it. Now I'm having technical difficulties because things don't want to cooperate. Ah. We're gonna get it together here in a second, though. I think that's good. Um. So yeah, um, life life is all about choices. Um. So back to. My scenario last year, um, I might not show it. I might not express it. I might not talk about it. Um, No matter how hard you try not to be stressed, things do weigh on you. Um, You know, I I literally asked myself day after day, week after week, how much longer am I going to be in this hotel? And a couple of days turned into a week. That week turned into a month. Before I knew it, it was the holiday season. Um, I was still feeding the homeless, maybe not a, at a capacity that I was normally accustomed to. Um, and so much has happened since then. I don't remember if we were doing anything organized or not, other than Thanksgiving and Christmas last year. Um, there were a handful of, of homeless people within the Towson, Cockeysville, Hunt Valley area. So I'd go to Taco Bell, I'd go to 7-Eleven, I'd go to Royal Farm, I'd go to Chick-fil-A, and I'd get something of like Taco Bell, you can get a you can get a party pack. Um, um Chick-fil-A, you can get a party pack. 7-eleven and royal farm you just get a bunch of knickknacks and i put some things together and i walked around and and i passed them out early early in the morning or late at night because that's the only time you catch them um being around shops and stores you're not going to catch them any any given time because they're going to be run off um where i was I think I was in a
1: in a pretty uh,
2: in a pretty good area, figuratively speaking, when it came to homelessness because you had so much available to them. Like within ten minutes, you're at a Walmart, you're at a Target, you're at four or five different fast foods. You're you're in a shopping center with a grocery store. So you had gas stations. So if they had to do their business somewhere, you had something available. You know what I'm saying? If they had enough change that they've gathered within panhandling, they were able to go get something that they needed. Food, drinks. Yeah. You forbid bad habits, liquor, weed, dope whatever um i'll tell a homeless person anytime i'm not gonna give you no money but i'll buy you something to eat i'll buy you something to drink come on i'll even let you pick it up i don't care what it is but i'm not gonna give you no money
1: mm-hmm.
2: because i'm not gonna support whatever habit you have i got my own bad habits i can't afford somebody else's mm-hmm. um but when you called me and was like, hey, this, that, what, I'm the third, blah, 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 blah. Do you have five minutes? I was going through this. And I think maybe, maybe three or four people actually knew what was going on with me. Wow. I don't know if I told you when we were on the phone or not. If I didn't. I almost came close to telling you.
1: Yeah, you and
2: because I felt I felt something within you that I was like, I need to open up to her and tell her because she cares about me that much. For her to call me out the blue with what I'm going through in a in a health situation, I can honestly say that's my friend. Because only two or three people did that. You know what I mean? So um, when my family found out, they were horrified. Oh, my God. Um, They were like, why didn't you say something? You know what I mean? Um, A handful of other people, why didn't you say something? Because it's not anyone's business but my own. I have to figure this out. I'm not always going to have you. I have to figure this out. I can't just say, "Hey, this is what I'm third. Can you help me out?" I got to figure out how I can get myself out of this. I didn't get myself put in this situation, but I was put in in it for a reason. So, I have to figure out how I'm going to get out. So, a friend of mine back in January, he called me. It was like, "Hey, this is what I'm third, blah 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 blah." And I was like, "Hey, I'm all ears." I'm all about it. What's up? He says, uh, I can get you out that hotel. I said, When and where? He said, When are you available for a meeting? I said, uh, Now. So, make a long story short February 1st, I moved out the hotel and I moved into my current address. Mm-hmm. And it's been a blessing. Wow. Um, god is god is god is extremely fabulous in so many ways and this isn't my um it's 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 not my final stop but it's getting me to the next the next step in in my journey um what is that journey um Oh God, help me out, Chardell. What type of jo- the joys in the journey? The um, you have it in a song. Self love is a beautiful journey. There you go.
1: Oh.
0: Um. Yeah.
2: It's 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 trials and tribulations are exactly what they are. And and you gotta embrace them, because heaven forbid they ever happen again. You know how to step a little bit better and a little bit quicker to get out of that rut. You know what I'm saying? So, wow.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, I knew that was gonna happen. So, have you ever had any type of unfortunate
1: scenarios
2: in your experience?
0: Absolutely. I would say, to be honest, I mean, there's so many. <laughs> you know what I mean, there's so many. But one of the one of the tribulations I've had, even when it comes to like. My media journey is that the journey that it took, the journey that it's taking, you know, and the sacrifices that you do. You know, I remember in 2012, I left my job and I said, I'm going to be a TV anchor. I was in sales. And for two years, I freelance, you know, I worked at um, a radio station. I was making about $8 an hour. I was hosting this other show I wasn't getting paid for um this other show I was hosting I was making like $60 in that episode I am hustling I'm like speaking hosting that stuff you know to make ends meet I'm sending my demo reel all over the country and nobody was hiring me I knew I had talent and some people would reach out to me they would say you know you have to start off this is before Baltimore you need to start off at a small market and go to the middle of nowhere because that's what most TV anchors do. You know, They start from the, one of those places. I was applying to those, didn't get anything. Then Fox 45 was looking for a multimedia host slash producer. And I was literally lying in my bed and I said, this is gonna be my full-time job. I claimed it, I received it and it actually happened. But that was also tribulations too because I remember there was a time period for two years to save money. I was driving from Virginia to Baltimore. So that's an average, like three hours a day. (laughs) Wow. You know what I'm saying? Average, like that's a good day. You know what I'm saying? So it's just so crazy. I was talking to one of my brethren, and he said, behind every successful person, there's a sad story. And I said, I I really believe that. But I said, I don't even think that's just was AKA success. I think it's with the human experience. There's always going to be things that test you, you know? And it really like it's like through those storms it builds you but while you're going through it you feel like am i gonna is it's gonna like it can like take over your mind but there's something within yourself that you have that i have that allows us to keep going and that's faith you see when you tap into your spirituality and your love for god No matter what you face, even though you can be going through the worst things, there's something within you and you're going to have your moments. It's not like you're, oh, I can do it. No, you're going to have your moments. But there's something that in you that is like, I can't keep going. You can't explain it. Mm -hmm. But that's the power of faith. That's right. And I'm so honored that you even shared your testimony to your viewers and to be this open to even talk about it it's funny Mm -hmm.
2: it's 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 funny because in the last i would say five years i've gotten extremely private
1: um i've even gotten bad with like i'm an
2: entrepreneur I'm all over social media i i I post everything, and I'd say in the last year year and a half, at least the last year, I've gotten real bad with posting things. I'll post things late, I'll take like I'll take this picture of something, that picture of something, or these pictures of an event and either I'll be late posting them or I just won't post them. Like I still have yet to post anything from our last uh feed the homeless event. I don't know why I've gotten into this scenario. It just kind of happened. Well, you it's know like, what? It's like I've gotten into a rut and and I don't know how to break out of that rut.
0: It's the way you look at it. I don't think that's necessarily a rut. I think it's also maybe you're vibrating higher. Not everything needs to be posted. Right. So it's like sometimes we think things are like we we're not doing, we're not vibing the same way that we used to vibe. So then we start to question ourselves. Oh, something wrong with me. I feel boom, boom, boom. No, you're just elevating because less is more. When you move in higher levels of consciousness, you start to literally vibrate on a different frequency. Mm -hmm. And you're not used to that. You start to question, am I doing something wrong? Am I, do I still have that thing? Like my spark, no, 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 no. It's a higher level. So you're adjusting and you don't even realize that you're on a higher level because you're used to a different level. But God is so good. God will take you to higher levels and you don't even realize. You don't have to post everything. The, high, the most successful people, boom, they're not even posting everything. Mm-hmm. We don't even know who they are. <laughs> yeah. well, literally, we don't even know who they are. So when you start to see yourself moving in a more discreet thing, that is a blessing. Because now, when it's time to do whatever, you take your time. Right. You take your time take your time. Nobody can design your life, Mark. This is your life. You and God, that's the only person for two. <laughs> oh, Really? So, and nobody knows a hundred percent that, you know, somebody else's soul. Nobody knows what another person might be going through or dealing with this, this and that, boom, boom. And all of us are trying to figure this thing out. So the strongest thing to do is go within yourself and allow yourself to be yourself. And allow yourself to go through the different places that life has to take you. Right. There's a reason why you're posting less. It's because you're elevating higher.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm telling you.
1: Um,
2: gotta get back on you. hmm <laughs> And I'm looking for... um. I'm actually looking for your bio. <sighs> um Why do you like motivational speaking?
0: Because I think inspiration is probably one of the most powerful forms to for the human experience. I believe one piece of wisdom and motivational speaking is not necessarily just being on stage You just did motivational speaking, sharing your story. It's literally speaking of motivational inspirational content. And the reason why it's so profound is because one person can hear you and literally change their entire life mm-hmm. by, by your story. Like it's deep. There's no difference between a motivational speaker on a stage. And you speaking, pouring in, you know, saying the things that you were saying tonight. There's no difference. It's just a person who's doing it on stage, you're doing it through, you know, a digital platform.
2: Right, right, right. Um, the average person will say 10 million derogatory things when it comes to the subject of mental illness what the average person will not admit is we all have a form of mental illness
0: oh absolutely
2: um mental illness comes in millions and millions and millions of different type of situations very true um i think the number one leader of mental illness is depression. Um, it runs in every household, it runs in every every walk of life, it runs in every type of background. Um, anything can trigger any form of mental illness. I have learned to understand different parts of different parts, different scenarios, different situations of mental illness because of what I do for the homeless. Um, A lot of things as adolescents, as teenagers, young adults, being ignorant,
1: being blinded because we don't know.
2: We don't understand different scenarios um, what triggers the mind? what triggers different parts of the brain? I don't know if anyone out there is listening knows this, but the brain is the most powerful organism in our body. Your brain is yes you need your heart to survive but your brain is
1: the brain is
2: is 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 a is it's a powerful organ it's a powerful muscle um it does so much for the body that people literally do not understand um Mental illness comes in all different forms of walks of life. Um, I work with an individual that that suffers from a form of mental illness. I know how to calm him down.
1: Figuratively speaking.
2: What the average person would say probably won't calm him down. It, pro- it might even agitate him more. You know what I'm saying? But dealing with the homeless, learning the different, different type of people, the different walks of life, the age, the, the elements that that they endure time in and time out throughout the year. Like, we're going to be out in the streets Sunday. I don't know if you've seen the weather forecast. They're talking about 35, 39 degrees. Winds 20, 30 miles an hour. So that's gonna put the wind chill around what 15, 20 degrees? Wow. We're gonna be out there. Yes, I will have a coat on. I'll have a hat and scarf too. Because um, burr, that's cold. Like I'm gonna literally feel like I'm in the windy city. Um, but we're not gonna we're not gonna postpone for what? They still gotta eat. Some of them people don't have a shelter to go to. Some of them people don't have a hotel to go to. Some people don't have an overpass bridge safe that they can go to. Um, So what's the next best thing? You're somewhere on a sidewalk or a street or something. Um, People ask us all the time, do y'all take sleeping bags and blankets? Yep, sure do. We'll take bed sheets if you got them. Something is always better than nothing. Because if you have, even if it's a twin bedsheet, you can wrap yourself like a mummy. Figuratively speaking, you know, have your arms out a little bit so you can breathe, you can move move around a little bit, but you wrap that thing around you two or three times, you pretty much have... Like a lightweight, maybe slightly heavy jacket on. You know what I mean. um Something is always better than nothing. Like I tell the average person, if you can make a monetary donation of five dollars, you'd be you'd be shocked what five dollars can do. Yeah, sure. Five dollars beat a family of four dinner something to eat, something to drink, and dessert. No, it can't. If I gave $5, if you gave $5, if Marie Starr gave $5, if Letitia Higgs gave $5, if Monty gave $5, that's $25. Now tell me again, $5 can't feed a family of four. $5 can go a long way, ladies and gentlemen. The holidays are here. Thanksgiving is here. Christmas is around the corner. This Sunday, sorry, Shardell. This Sunday, Skyline Foundation's annual Thanks for Giving Coalition. Uh not coalition. Um Community Initiative for the Homeless this Sunday, 12 to 4. I don't have an address, but we'll be around the corner from Charles Plaza. I will have that address uh tomorrow. Uh, Once I talk to this shelter that deals with women, once I have that address and I have the okay through them, I will post it. Um, All the information is on my Facebook. All the information is on my Instagram. Um, Event page is up. You can make monetary donations through Cash App, PayPal, Venmo. You want to pull up and drop off locations. Do so. You want to volunteer? Do so. It's gonna be cold, but these people need it. Help us, help them. Um, Chardell. I don't know what I like saying more, Chardell or Chardell. Whichever. <laughs> um. Name your three favorite islands in the Virgin, between your island and the Virgin Islands. What are your three favorite islands?
1: Oh, um, Barbados, Dominica.
0: Oh, I'm trying to think of. I like St. Thomas, too.
2: <laughs>
0: I like St. Thomas.
2: I have a friend that's from, uh, if I remember correctly, he was born in St. Croix. Oh, yes. And, and he grew up in St. Thomas.
0: Yep, yep. That happens a lot.
2: And he's a DJ in St. Thomas. His name is Hayden J.
1: Hmm.
2: I don't remember the radio station, but if I'm not mistaken, he still works uh, periodically with this radio station. Like he wants to come down to St. Thomas and do a show and host a party. And I'm like, I'm with it. If the money's right. Yeah. Uh, Money talks and everything else just fits into place.
1: (laughs) But, um, uh,
2: If you had to move out of the DMV, what three cities in a cold climate would you
0: choose? A cold climate. Oh, my gosh. I I don't know about that one, but definitely L.A., Miami, and probably, like, New York. But I'm more of an L.A. girl than a New York girl. I like New York, but, like, L.A. is more my vibe la is like when i go to la i just feel like oh i love the energy i love miami too i i also like um denver i want to go to arizona because i like nature and stuff
2: no chicago
0: i want to go to chicago but Chicago's.
2: <laughs> she's cool. like but not the winter
1: time <laughs> i can't Um.
2: Let's take a trip to Chicago next year. We can do, uh, see, see. I just can't leave it alone. Where am I? Okay.
1: I would like to do, I'd
2: like to go to this summit. Um, that's going on in Chicago. Shout out to Shamika
1: oh.
2: um for for this event that she's taking back home. She's also from Chicago.
0: It is to... beautiful spirit. I love her energy. She, she said
2: uh beautiful. you she, you you were presented a, a reward.
0: Yep, yep, trailblazer. And I'm I wasn't able to attend because I was at my brother's house and it was like a pre I think it was like a wedding or something that I was like going to. But I met her at an event and I just loved her spirit. And we actually had a wonderful conversation. Was it last week? And she has truly has a gift to speak to your spirit, to speak to your soul. She really does. She really does. I had her
2: on the show. Uh, a few weeks ago, and I was like, yo, (laughs) she will be back. Yes. Like, not only is she from Chicago, from the South Side, but like, her vibe. I love her. Like, when, when I had her on the show, it was like you on the show the first time. It was like, yo, when can I get her back on the show again? And I wanted to do something with her with this event, but I kind of took a step back and I was like, I don't know because this is a woman's event and she's not really advertising anything for men. So let me take a step back. And after the event, I can schedule something with her and we can discuss something in the future. Mm-hmm. um, but I definitely like to work with her. Absolutely, with with, uh, with one of her with one of her events. Uh-huh. Um, her vibe is amazing. Her work is amazing. Amazing. Um, like if if things could have worked out with this event, it would have been amazing. Because I've never been able to feed the homeless in Chicago in the wintertime. And as much as I don't like the winter, everyone in the DMV is like, yeah, he likes the cold. No, the hell, I don't. <laughs> but I think it's funny when it's like 40, 50 degrees, and everyone's like, oh my God, it's so cold outside. And I'm like, y'all have no idea what cold is.
0: How cold does it get in Chicago?
2: Does it get like negative? So, our winters now, Today is what the DMV's winners used to be 30 years ago.
0: Oh, okay. Global warming, yeah.
2: So, right. So,
1: I'm going to say
2: 18 years ago when the DMV got slammed twice in a row by um, Nor'easters, by Blizzards. That winter, the DMV actually accumulated more snow than Chicago. Mm. There was another winter a couple of years after that. Um, the average temperature was actually colder in the DMV than it was in Chicago. Wow. And I and I talked about everyone. I was like, see, you said you could never do a Chicago winter. You just experienced it. And you're doing perfectly fine. You came out, you came out on top. Proud of you. Um what people fail to realize, they're like, oh, Chicago, it's so cold. Okay, we do have a summertime. No, you don't. Okay. So you mean to tell me New York doesn't have a summertime?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: New York, it doesn't have a nickname Baked Apple for shits and giggles. <gasps> um, what people fail to realize with, with the wintertime between the Midwest and the East Coast, say, from North Carolina North, mm-hmm. um, North Carolina north, if you have a nor'easter, more likely than than anything else, that's where you get abundance of your snow. You don't get abundance of snow from storms coming from from the Midwest or or from the north. More Mm -hmm. or less, you get them within blizzards, nor'easters coming up, up the coast um not not to say that we can't get a, a significant snowfall from something coming from from the midwest i'm not saying that um the difference is the midwest is more likely to get accumulating snow than the east coast wow um, i don't know why i don't know how you can throw factions in there well, the Midwest gets a lot of snow because there's no salt in the air. You got salt in the air on the East Coast. Um you can't really say that. Oh, well, we get more snow than y'all because there's nothing out there to give y'all power your your, your storms power power of energy. Yes, we do. It's called lake effect. Mm. And if you ain't heard, look at what's going on in Buffalo right now. Wow, they're calling for three to six feet of by Sunday or Monday.
0: My goodness!
2: Like they're showing pictures. I think I was looking at WJZ. Is either WJZ or Fox? Because pretty much they're the only ones I really look at. Um, very rarely do I listen. Do do I watch Channel Two? um very rarely do i watch wbal um i've seen him I've, I've i've watched him over the years on occasion he's not on fox he's not on wjz but i still got to give a shout out uh happy retirement to stan Stovall um 50 years wow like I've been a fan of WJZ. Um, I'm going to tell you who my first person I I, I liked to, to watch when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, and that was Denise Cope and Al Sanders. Uh, may he rest in peace. Um, and then. I started watching DC news and it was Jim Vance, rest in peace and his, his uh, co-anchor who, I don't remember her name, but if I'm not mistaken, I think she just recently passed away. Um, I became a fan, I guess you could say of WJZ through Eukinda McGahee. Mm. Um met her in person we had we we chopped it up had good conversation through life we lost con- uh uh we lost contact of each other she she it wasn't long after that she left WJZ and I believe she went to BET and from there I don't know where she went um and then you know I started I started really getting in tune with the news because i was getting older then i was at a high school and through the years it was still denise coke and then it's um i don't even remember his name and i watched them all the time and then i started watching patrice harris and Gigi (laughs) barnett and then it was maureen ume down in dc she's from chicago and then uh Rochelle Ritchie came to, to WJZ and she's from Chicago. And then um, and then she went to um the state's attorney's office. Then I think she briefly went to New York. And I think she's now, I think she's in Atlanta.
1: Mm. Um,
2: Christy Oletto was was in Baltimore briefly. Now she's in Philly um you um i was actually at a family friend's house and they were actually watching the news mm-hmm. and you came on a couple minutes after i sat down and i was like i looked at, <laughs> i looked at pops and i said who is she is she knew yeah she she'd been on here for a couple weeks um And that's when I became a fan of you. And um, through the years, uh, recently, it's um, Theo Harris and uh, Rio Creighton. And Mm. I don't remember which one, but one of them, I think it's Rio, is also from Chicago. And I'm like, no, there's a lot of Chicago anchors coming through the DMV. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, like I've I've always liked and respected what all of you have done. Um, I never thought I would be where I'm at doing this. Um three eighteen, four a little over four years ago who I call, I got two mentors. Well, I got three mentors. A guy by the name of Tim Rogers, who's uh, big time in photography. He's actually the re- the reason why I got into photography. I wasn't in it long, but I loved it. I fell hard in love with, with photography because it's art.
1: Absolutely. I, love
2: um, I can't get enough of art. And it's crazy, everywhere you look, there's a form of art. Nature is a form of art and I love nature. Mm -hmm. I love nature, I love animals. Um, I love different different, various things. Um, I have good fascinations, I have bad fascinations. Um, Water, water is a powerful tool in life without water you can't do nothing water creates life water takes life um it's it's a good and bad with with water fire fire is is an explosive form of of nature fire destroys life to create
1: life that's powerful
2: um Derek Chase Derek Chase is my mentor because he taught me different things on entrepreneurship on promotions um event coordinating
1: mm-hmm.
2: um I literally think I owe it to him For the reason of me starting Skyline Foundation. Wow. Um, If I ever had to thank anyone, I would. I would have to say I thank Derek Chase for not literally pointing me in this direction. But you know when you get that calling, yeah, you just know grab, feel it, and you're like, "Ooh, I gotta stop." And I gotta, I gotta get my thoughts together. That happened to me. I just left a meeting, and I and for the soul, for the soul of me, I can't even remember who this meeting was with. But it was downtown at the Inner Harbor, and I was coming through McKeldin Square. At the time, it was the Water Fountains, as we all know now. It's the park, and I I I got that grab, and I was like. Okay, here we go. And I turned around and I went left to right. And I looked at the skyline and I came over and looked at the, the inner harbor and the, and the, off in the distance, the water area. And I looked over to Fed Hill. And I kind of, I guess, glanced or whatever. But I immediately got on my phone and I called my business partner, who's my number one uh, photographer. And I said, yo, I got a plan. He said, all right. I said, are you down? He said, I'm down like the underground. What's on your mind? I said, yo, I want to start feeding the homeless. And this okay. January, it'll be seven years.
0: Amazing.
2: Seven years, yo. Um, seven years
0: isn't it crazy I've
2: Seen so much i have heard so much um the transformation of homelessness you name it i've seen it i'm not gonna put personal things out there because i don't want to I don't want to undermine anyone i don't want to disrespect anyone i don't want heaven forbid anyone to take anything out of perspective but you name it i've seen it but i'm not going to deny you a meal if you have to ask me more than once is this pork get out my line because if you've known me and you've seen me time and time and time again You know me. I don't eat pork, so I don't buy pork. If I don't buy pork, I'm not cooking pork. If I'm not buying and and cooking pork, I'm not serving pork. If I don't eat it, you're not eating it. Plain and simple.
1: So. I cook a lot of different
2: various things. Um. Whatever I feel like cooking is is pretty much what I cook. Um, for the holidays, we try to be traditional, with the turkey and the chicken and the, the 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 collard greens and sweet potatoes and baked beans, baked mac and cheese, and you know cranberry sauce and and, and different various other dishes. Um, but again, it all it all comes in with what we get donated. Yeah. Um, I've never had a situation like last year in this year where here it is Friday night, I still don't know what me and my business partner are cooking other than turkey and baked beans and I think dressing. I prefer a cornbread uh stuffing, but at the end of the day, your your donations are exactly what you're getting. So you don't always get what you want. So mm. just be appreciative what it is that you do get. And we're always appreciative. Um, people keep asking when y'all going to start taking clothes. After Christmas, we... So tune in and ask a question, or I'll call you back later. Um, Right now, yes, we are doing our annual coat drive and blanket drive. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you got gloves, mittens, scarves, hats, boots, yes, we're taking those too. It's wintertime. I saw a post the other day, and I'll say it here. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Winter, and I'm bringing the cold. (laughs) Like, I was like, Are you serious? You just took a Jay Z thing and turned it into a wintertime thing. And I don't think I said it right. But at the same time, you know, it's like, Damn, we were doing pretty good with fall. Yeah. And winter just came in and was like,
0: Get the hell oh. out of here. Freeze.
2: Like, and this is the second time it got real cold real quick.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, the first
2: time, you know, we were juggling around the 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 40-45 degree mark. Now we're we're juggling with the 30-35 degree mark. And I'm like, okay, this is the second time it's gotten this cold before Thanksgiving. That's not normal in the DMV. The first time it it wasn't even Halloween yet. And I was like, okay, something's really got to give. And then I saw. I started really paying attention to Chicago because if you want to know what your weather is going to be storm-wise in the summertime, watch the weather that's coming out of the Midwest between Milwaukee and St. Louis. If there's anything coming due East, especially between St. Louis and, and, and Milwaukee, but anything coming out of Chicago, coming due East, there's a very good chance. We're going to get it. It all depends on how, how forceful the mountains are going to be. The mountains are our friend. Especially in the winter time with any type of, of winter precipitation that's coming from the, from the Midwest. Um, but the, the, the winter time. Uh, oh God, where was I going? I don't know. <laughs> I got a, I got ahead of myself too fast. Um, that's a sign of old age.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and look, I can say that I'm almost fifty, <laughs> half a century.
1: Oh god.
2: Um. Nah, but like the winter time, that's where I was going. So I started paying attention to. Chicago's weather, because if you want to an an idea of what your temperatures are gonna be, look at what it's doing in the Midwest. Because whatever's in the Midwest is coming this way. So before Halloween, it had snowed, if not once, twice in Chicago. Wow. And I was like, I called my mom. I was like, Mommy. She was like, I know why you're calling. I talked to your uncle. I said is that and she cut me off she was like yes that is that's that's too early for chicago since then it has snowed if not five six times already in chicago not saying what? it's stuck. not saying they had any type of accumulation
0: but it's just yeah
2: but it's just a fact it has snowed five or six times and it's not even thanksgiving So. And and all this goes back to what? COVID. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's your science class for 30 seconds. You know what COVID did worldwide? It cleaned up the earth of almost every ounce of pollution. You had no planes flying, trains moving, cars moving. You had no boats, no ships, no nothing. Nothing was moving globally. So your pollution, for the most part, disappeared. Now you look at everything going on weather-wise around the earth, tsunamis, they're still hit and miss, but your hurricanes are more powerful. Tornado alley is starting to shift east. Uh, I haven't really noticed anything yet as far as winter time, but your your winter storms and your summertime storms they're even getting stronger and powerful um mother nature's upset and I don't know if there's anything we can do and then I just heard on the news yesterday today the that there's actually we're not going to call them poor countries but there's countries that in layman's terms aren't rich that have filed suits against countries say like Europe, the United States and so forth for uh, the after effects of global warming. Something that has to do with all the pollution levels. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen, but
1: in about 15, 20 years we're in trouble. And
2: time is ticking. Yeah, you know they're they're. I mean, look at all the projections that they're predicting in in 15, 20 years with the water levels, and everyone's like, "Oh well, two three inches of a, of a sea level rise, that's nothing. That's two three inches at low tide, not high tide." So that two, three inches at low tide can be easy 10, 20 feet at high tide, right or wrong?
1: True.
2: So like when they say (laughs) a couple miles inland anywhere around water in 15, 20 years is going to be underwater, you got to start thinking about the future. and. There's a restaurant, a very popular restaurant, that's on that island right right as you cross over the Bay Bridge that has since closed. It has since closed. I don't know if they relocated or what, but it's no longer there. You might have five, ten years before you really got to worry about it, but The sea levels are rising and the storms aren't going to go anywhere. So is it really worth taking a gamble of every time there's a storm, heaven forbid any type of tropical system that your restaurant gets flooded every single time? Is it really worth it or is it
1: more of a, Of a profitable,
2: at the same time, you're taking a loss for shutting down and possibly either you're retiring and you're and you're closing down the business, or you're closing down the business because you've moved to a different location. Me personally, I get it and I understand, you know, you want to be around the water, you want to be where. People love this, that, whatever, and the third, but at the same time, financially, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. If your food and, and your service is that good, people are gonna follow you wherever you go. Figuratively speaking, if you stay in in, in the same general area, but in a in a safer um, what's that word? in in a better sea level climate you know what i mean so it's crazy
0: life is crazy i'm telling you
2: so yeah shardell is there anything you would like to discuss
0: honestly i feel like we've hit so many topics and once again my Latest single In a Gangsta is available on all streaming platforms for my debut album Inward Awakening. And I just appreciate you inviting me on your platform and we can have just like a real and honest conversation. And I appreciate what you do, you know, with the homeless and your radical honesty, because you're one honest man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Marky, <laughs>
0: And, you know, I appreciate the vibe and thank you so much for inviting me to be here.
2: I love it when you're on this show.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the, you know, the energy and thank you so much. I appreciate it.
2: What is, uh, what's the future hold for you?
0: The future. Wow. The future just continue to build motivational more, um, continue to build myself. And, and literally the joys of the journey, creating inspirational content on multiple platforms. So music, as I've mentioned, film, documentaries. I want to create my own fashion line. And I also want to get into real estate. So we'll see. I'm just a woman who really likes to create things. I want to have like my own hotels. So that was literally a vision I keep having. And when I have visions, they always end up happening. So I just follow my heart and just take life one day at a time
2: and be very for your hotels.
0: Huh? What would be the name? Uh, uh, huh? What would be the name?
2: No, 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 Not, not names. I got, I got good management staff to run okay. your hotels.
0: Okay. Now I just need the capital to do it. I just have the business.
2: <laughs> hey, where there's a the will, there's a way.
0: I, I'm telling you with anything, I've realized that it's like, Any single goal I put my mind to, I've been able to accomplish it. It might take years or this, this and that, and it's never easy. But that's one thing I've realized. It's like self against self. Like the only person who can stop you from succeeding is yourself. It's literally do it, you know? So. When you going on tour? Hopefully next year. God willing. Let's put the energy into the universe.
2: January is right around the
0: corner. No <laughs> this year flew by last year it seems like yeah. a years, mark, this year flew by, but it's like the thing about it is like for me, one day is like I know this sounds crazy, but one day is like twenty years, <laughs> meaning like when I go within myself, like I'm able to unlock things within myself because I'm you know what I'm saying, so mm-hmm. it's like. You realize like time is really just the expansion of self knowledge. So something that you think that can be so hard, it can take you fifty years, can take you like five minutes when you unlock something in your mind. It's All hard right. for me. So every day's a blessing, every day's a gift.
2: I wanna be a part of your team when when you take your tour. Okay. I can be your media. Okay. Mm, can- I'm not playing. <laughs> you know I'm serious.
0: No, I know. And um, you know, we're slowly building a team at motivational more. Like, I'm just so thankful how Inner Gangster came out. And that took a team. You know what I'm saying? Like to build anything of value, it takes a team. And I'm realizing like I can't do it all by myself.
2: Blood, sweat, and tears all day.
0: Blood, sweat and tears. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um a couple last questions. Mm-hmm. Um, how far did you go into fashion modeling?
0: Um I would say when at Marymount, I mine I was going to minor in fashion merchandising. That's why I went to school for communications and fashion merchandising. Then when I looked at the syllabus, like how much math you have to take, I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm not doing this. And then I was like, OK, I'm just going to focus on communications. But I did a lot of stuff in the fashion industry. I was a, like, I worked at Barmazon. I modeled for, you know, different various brands and stuff like on the promotional end of aspects. But I remember this is what happened. Like now I'm falling in love with modeling, but I will never forget this. I was at an event. And I had to go, like, I had so much stuff that day. I was on camera. I was at a show. And I was like, okay, what do I like better? Would I rather host the show or model in the show? Because you see, art, there's so many different things. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, literally, Shaw, sure, I'd rather model. I mean, I'd rather host the show. So from that moment, I was like, I, I'm going to focus my energy on broadcasting instead of modeling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then now it's like that modeling thing is back because music is like, is so much into fashion, you know? Right. So it's like the two worlds are colliding. And then I'm just like, I just love clothes. Like you, even <laughs> music, like I'm looking at your aesthetic because it's like, clothes is like a reflection of so much. But it's like, even if I was to like style you, I know how I would wanna style you because even the way you're styled, it's like cool casual but also like king energy you know this is a whole swag people don't understand like clothes is energy so Mm -hmm. it's like it's like if you put on something that you feel better in your your whole day is different than you're wearing something that you feel huh like people don't understand the power of a garment and the thing Mm -hmm. about style is like everybody has their own personal style what makes them feel good Mm -hmm. And for me, I like study fashion. Like, I go to the mall just to look at the clothes, like to look at the ads. I look at people and what they're wearing. And I see how, like, they try. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would love to do a photo shoot for you. Come on, let's do it. I would direct it. I would style it. Like, you know, we would put something together. Because I can't tell just by how people are, like, what works with them. Their energy, and to match the clothes with it, because That's I'm the there, it your life. I'm serious. I'm like, ready. It, I could be going through the worst thing. I put on some clothes. You couldn't tell. You can't tell me anything. I'm like, okay, I can, I can do this, right? Because people like the power. Because everything is energy. What mm. you put on, what you eat. What you listen to who you hang out with, everything is a vibration. Everything is a frequency. That's the thing about creation. Everything is like creativity. You know what I'm saying? All like right. think of people on the show. You have all different types of people on the show, but every interview is different because every person is different. Then you start to realize, wow, there's patterns of people. But even in the patterns of people, everybody's still different. hmm You can take a group of people all together that are into the same things, but guess what? They're still different. (laughs) Right. You know? So it's like, even with fashion, you're allowed to express yourself. And I don't believe fashion has no rules. I feel like it's like what you like, what works for you, what works for your swag, what works for your energy, you know?
2: Explain Miss Caribbean. Okay. So this
0: <laughs> Caribbean Metro USA was a beauty pageant that I entered. I had no pageant experience at all. I was literally at DC Caribbean Carnival. And I saw the queen at the time, literally, on uh, like she was waving. You know when you're like at the carnival and there's like the queen? She was like our queen, right? And right. I saw this is what happens to me. This is my entire life. I see something that I want to do it. That's how I live. Like, literally, I'll see something, I'll be like, like, I never planned to get into music. I was at a show um, and I just saw the artist perform and I was like, I want to do this. That's how I am. Like, even to MC, I saw somebody MC, and I'm like, I feel it in my spirit, then I do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I saw her and I'm like, I'm going to do it. And then somebody who was with me at the time was like, Shar, you can't do that. That's not your thing. And then for one second, I was like, maybe they're right. And then something inside me, which I call my highest self, was like, no, you can do that. And when I competed, I took it seriously because pageantry is a huge thing. Mm -hmm. And I ended up and I did a poem. So you see how everything is connected in your journey. So that shows my speech, that shows my, you know, and it gave me an opportunity to represent the Caribbean American community. So at different events and, you know, um. Through community outreach, and it was a wonderful opportunity because that was like my first like major. I was twenty one. It was my first like major entertainment role, and then the rest was history. All right.
1: What uh? What
2: are your future goals?
0: To grow motivational more.
2: Besides that. Um. Like I mean, I mean.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll yeah, break
2: it Of but course, like- you want to do like, of course, you want to do that, and and like you kind of went in depth as to how far you want to take that. But like outside of motivational, more um, what you haven't done that you've had a thought of, or once upon a time you would would have have liked to travel that journey travel that avenue talked take on it. this experience
0: i think i talked about it a little bit just like okay on the professional side um definitely own the hotels that's just something that i want to do and then the fashion line but on the per- like on the spiritual side just continue to grow internally and also to give back you know the great thing about motivational more is like the content is all about inspiration so I love the fact that I'm creating content that people are feeling inspired. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> there's different ways to serve. People think to serve, you have to just have a, you know, be a teacher or to have a nonprofit that that These are all branches from service. Your service can be, you know, just being a good person. My service is through art. Right. Mm-hmm. But definitely, My future aspirations to, God willing, to have a family, to get married, to travel. That's very important to me, to travel, you know, and meet people from all over the world. And to be honest, like, just to continue to live, I think that's very important. And to take life one day at a time. Because I'm literally learning something new every single day. Mm -hmm. And when you live like that, it's like every day is an adventure. And the adventure is to me is not even externals within myself, like within my mind, because I can go so I can go so many places within my mind. Because it's like I've learned to like go within myself, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't explain it, but it's like I've learned to do that. So it's like when you go within yourself, that's where the journey begins, because first you have to believe it within yourself and then take the action steps to where you want to go you're right mm-hmm.
2: one day at a time and I, like you said even, one day feels like
0: more no i don't for real i think it's one moment because one day you know how many things you can do in one day <laughs> you <know how> many <laughs>
1: <you can>
0: <laughs> one moment at a time because i'm telling you one like i'm not even the same person i was a week ago because I've been to so many places in my mind. And this is the crazy thing. That's what creativity does. Because the thing about creativity, what you're doing, you're taking, you're creating something that's not there. And then you're bringing it to the physical world, regardless of whatever that thing is. You know, It can be with music. It can be through writing something. It could be through an experience. Because an experience is creativity. Something mm-hmm. from this conversation might spark something in you, Mark. And then from this conversation that wasn't there before, you're able to say, okay, let me try that. Let me implement that. Uh Like even with the, you see, when I talked about fashion with you, it sparked something in you. I could feel the energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I I can feel, I'm telling you, it's like you lit (laughs) up. So naturally deep down inside, you already, I mean, it shows already, but you already like fashion. But to explore your love for fashion is going to create a different mark. You know what i'm saying so it's like even me like i finished in a gangster right now i'm already looking like okay because i'm gonna do a performance okay i gotta make the performance better than the video my next video is boom boom but the only way you learn is through making things so i like to make and when you're when you're constantly creating you elevate like 20 years because you're like okay You know what I'm saying? You're making something you like. So your next time you're going to get better. You're going to get better. You're going to get better. So it's like, I think the highest form of learning is like when you love the process and you keep doing the thing and you keep creating, that's how you grow in life. And to the point, like the hotel things, it's like this, how my mind thinks I'm like, okay, if I can make music videos and I had no idea how to make this, why can't I make hotels? And then probably when I create hotels, I'm going to create something else. Think about it. Did you ever think you are going to have a, your own show? You might have not thought that.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's like, we can literally be whoever we want. Like. It's crazy.
2: Eventually, <laughs> like, eventually, eventually it. I want to have my own broadcast.
0: Exactly.
2: Like That's- I want to do. I want, I want people to, to, to give the daily news, to give exactly. the, the sports reports, to give the weather, the traffic. Like, I want to do Absolutely. all that. And four years ago, I never wanted to do this. Exactly. But after hey. COVID, I, had to, I was eager to get back into it. I wanted to get
0: back into it. Because it's like, Mark, what's different between you and the CNN? <laughs> Every, everybody had to start somewhere. Everything so you already, you're already a media personality, you already have your own show, it's just going to keep growing when you keep laying down the foundations. And the only person who's who knows this design is like you and God. Do you get what I'm saying? But you have to like be kind of like radical when it comes to your dreams because you're the person doing it. Because if not, what happens is we're living in somebody else's dream,
2: exactly.
0: That's why I'm a firm believer on what do you want? Not what the world's, not this. What does your friends tell you your mom. What do you want to do with your life? Mm-hmm. Then, and just take it step by step. Right? All
2: you do.
0: People who might be watching like, man, I want to be a media personality like Mark. But <laughs> put the energy out there. They're not willing to do anything. You see, there's different types of people in this world. There's people who are like the creators. And then there's people who are like watching the creators mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what type of person do you want to be? But either way, it's not like one is better. That's the thing. See, a lot of times entrepreneurs or people reach success, they think, "Oh, I'm better. you're not better because the people who have to watch they're still doing their job. The people who are creating still are doing the job. And guess what? The people who are watching and creating still got issues
2: <laughs> <We're> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: have all the money in the world, you still have issues, okay? Some of, I know you've met people who are homeless and are probably the, some of the most happiest people you ever met.
1: Wow. We were talking about this yesterday
2: at work. God mm-hmm. was you know, I was talking to this woman and this and that and everything else. And next thing you know, Her and her family getting out of this van, family of four, and they pulled signs out, homeless signs, and I was like, that one thing shocked you. Think about how many people, how many families, are doing that every day. Because after COVID, if you if you owned your car, like if your car was paid off. And due to losing your job and your house, what did you have to fall back on? Your vehicle. That became your home. Like when I was homeless living in the hotel, there were two or three cars in the parking lot, in our parking lot of the hotel, that people were literally sleeping in. Either because they couldn't afford the hotel, or they were just like, I'm in the hotel parking lot because it's safe, it's lit and although i'm living in my car i don't want to spend that extra bread because i'm trying to save up money so eventually i can get a place to live um it's it's crazy like years ago i had a friend she was huge in the fashion modeling industry um I mean, she wasn't like Tyra Banks and Iman, you know, nothing like that, but she was she was a big name in the DMV, and when she was going to college, she was homeless. Wow. And I was like, are you serious? And I was like, why didn't you ever say anything? And she was like, why?
1: Pride. <laughs> Pride
2: is... Very.
0: That's, that's a whole, you could do a whole show on that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know um, what? Like, our culture doesn't talk about enough. Like, as human beings, one of the thing, and we're all guilty of this, the human experience, everybody knows, we go through things, this, that. But we don't really talk about pride, like what pride can do. Mm-hmm. Like, that thing is real, Mark.
2: It really is.
0: Like, I've been in situations even in my life that I'm like, oh, my God, I'm scared to ask for money if I'm struggling or something. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then I had to like, Char, you have to get over that. Because the same way that you're willing to help people, allow people to help you. And that's that's also a process for me because I'm very, like, an independent person. Like, I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just kind of grew up in a, an environment like whatever I wanted, I had to go get it you know what right. i'm saying like held my hand you know what i mean so it's mm-hmm. like pride thing but at the same time you realize like you need help you can't you can't make it in this world alone it's impossible
2: it's okay to not be okay
0: there you go
1: yep miss
0: oh thank you so much mark for inviting me i love you I'm thinking about now, I'm thinking about this. I love you too, Mark. And I'm thinking about the shoot, Like, I'm looking at your aesthetic. I'm like, yo, I know I will put you in like, you know what? Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, a nice hoodie joint with like, I can see the jeans. Like, I can see the vision. And I would shoot you like at like a nice hotel. So you're giving like that two worlds. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like... Um. Slick, but still cool, but still professional. Like, wow. I can see, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I see it.
2: That's the only thing I, I don't like about the beard. I uh, love it. Once once it gets a little bit longer, I can do my two braids. But with having it out, it's like, why wear a tie? You're not going to see it. Like, I'm I'm getting ready to step out to go to a, a birthday party for DJ Wildchild DNA. Um, I'm not putting a tie on. For what? You're not going to see it.
0: But I feel like your vibe, I mean, yeah, you're but I feel like your vibe, you don't need a tie. Like your aesthetic is like, I see it. And even with like the fashion one I'm trying to create, it's like, especially men like you have this swag. Swag is more important than the actual clothes. You build around the swag. So you don't need the like, even what you're wearing right now, this is a nice fit. It has Chicago. It's boom. You put it with some nice jeans. You know what I'm saying? Like, some nice shoes. Boom, boom. Like, if you want to get a little bit more dressier, you would wear, like, you know, same type of, like, uh, sweater. You know what I'm saying? And right, then you right. can like, a simple chain. You know what I'm saying? Like, clean, cool, cool, clean, high class. You know? You already have that swag. So you would, right. And how you bring it out is you bring it out in the environment. So, like, you would take the pictures in, like, a nice hotel. So, even what you're wearing right now, you put it on camera, take a picture in a nice hotel, it's a whole vibe. And that's yeah. the best art. It's not one-dimensional. It's taking different things and putting it together and then creating something.
2: Let me know when you're ready. Okay. Huh? Because I'm you ready act,
0: to rock. You act. Because I'm going to need people for my music videos because I'm going to shoot them like films.
2: Come on, let's do it.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm ready and willing.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: Ladies and gentlemen, that's our time. My producer is getting on me, talking about it's time to go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up one time for the Chardell Moore.
0: Thank you, Marge. I appreciate you.
2: I appreciate you. I love you, you, Queen, and I, I look love- forward to hearing from you and working with you and doing big things in the future.
0: I Already know what's gonna happen. I'm looking at see now you got my creativity on a whole different <laughs> dimension. I'm like now went from okay, the the photo shoot, and then I'm like, no, now Mark can be a character for one of my <laughs> one of my films. That's how awesome. thank you so much, Mark. I appreciate you, King.
2: Shardell Moore, motivational more. Go check out the video in a gangster. Absolutely, absolutely. This absolutely. is Skyline Radio Talk Show on behalf of Be Exposed Radio and Be Exposed Media. Good night, everybody. We are out. Bless you. Peace and blessings. Thank
0: you.